0: It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney.
1: Happy Friday, and welcome to the Friday, October 29th, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you today by Heritage Insurance and Purpose Financial, working together to serve you better. Today, we've got the latest on the COVID-19 situation, the news and the numbers. We've also got some special guests coming in today. Advocacy and Behavior Support Consultants, Prairie South School Division. Kristen Lawson-Kanup and Candace Banja will be here to tell us about an upcoming Zoom session for parents called Understanding Mental Health States, What the Words Mean. Stay tuned for that. Happy Halloween! We'll share the final results from our trick-or-treating poll where we asked you if you and your family will be trick-or-treating this weekend. And Halloween safety as well from a couple of angles. The Moose Jaw Police Service and our insurance expert Greg Marksonek from Heritage Insurance who advises us to make sure our properties are free of dangers like tripping and fire hazards if you like to light up those jack-o'-lanterns. Entertainment. We've got some options this weekend. Live music at the May Wilson Theatre tomorrow night as Amy Bishop brings her tour to town. And Warriors Hockey. Tonight, they host the Medicine Hat Tigers. All these stories and more coming up today on the Heartland at Noon.
0: You're listening to 800-CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Iver Main Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Iver Main Place, Central Butte.
2: Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. Homelessness is a growing issue and we're seeing it here in Moose Jaw. The John Howard Society has seen an increase in referrals for their My Place program. They've had 70 applicants since April, almost double from the previous year. Branch manager of the John Howard Society, Jody Oaks, says a lot of money goes towards hospital and policing bills for homeless cases when it could be more useful in fixing the situation. All of those
3: types of costs that, you know, affect, you know, affect that that community and that population. I think if we you know, if we look at the cost of actually housing somebody um, and working with them and having those wraparound supports. It's it, it's a huge savings in cost as compared to what it is for for all of those all of those things.
2: Oaks added that the number of homelessness is much higher from the previous year, and she's worried it will only get worse. Halloween is a special time of year for the kids at home, but safety should be top of mind when kids are out trick or treating. Constable Rod Zorb says visibility is important while out collecting candy at night.
4: And we just encourage, obviously, for the younger kids to, uh, if they can on their costumes, wear some sort of reflective clothing. Uh, I know lots of uh, places are actually putting out glow sticks. um, So you can kind of buy the Halloween colored glow sticks and put those on your costumes as well.
2: Another thing to remember is to check your candy once it's at home, and to be sure none of the packaging is tampered with. Discover Moose Jaw conducted a poll on Tuesday, asking residents if they will be trick-or-treating this Halloween. 55.9% of answers were yes, the risk of COVID-19 is low. 32.2% of voters said no, the risk is too high. Taking less than 12 percent of the final votes were answers yes, but only to visit family and close friends, and undecided. Please note that this was not a scientific poll. Visit Discover Moose Jaw for more on the results. MLAs returned to the Legislative Building in Regina this week as the fall session of the Legislative Assembly got underway. The government has a full agenda as it navigates through the fourth wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. Moose Jaw North, MLA, Tim McLeod on what he was looking forward to.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm encouraged to, uh, to see the light at the end of the COVID tunnel and the, the work that we've been doing despite the pandemic uh, really starting to come to fruition, seeing uh, the continued construction of the, the Great Plains Power Station in Moose Jaw, uh, continued construction of the, the joint-use school on South Hill.
2: Legislative proceedings are live-streamed on the Legislative Assembly website. The Moostraw and District Food Bank held its grand opening of the new location on Wednesday. The previous location was about 2,000 square feet and the new facility is over 6,000, meaning more space to store food and other supplies. Jason Moore, development manager of the food bank, says this move has been in the works for about a decade.
5: When former board members realized that uh, we were outgrowing our previous location, of course Uh, Looking for the perfect location was always a challenge for us. We needed something that was central in Moose so it was accessible to all of our clients. It was last April that we finally rediscovered this facility.
2: The food bank is also looking for volunteers. Visit its website for more information on how to get involved. 11 deaths reported in relation to COVID-19 yesterday. There are also 237 new positive cases and 268 recoveries. Ten of the new cases are in the South Central Zone. Saskatoon has 63 and Regina has 47. The total number of active cases in the province is sitting at 2,398. 260 of those people are getting treatment in hospital. 202 of them are receiving inpatient care and 58 are being treated in the ICU. Three more patients have been transferred to Ontario. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 86 points, the Dow Jones is up 84 points, the NASDAQ is up 10 points, and the Canadian dollar is down at 80.70 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosedraw.com
6: Stats Canada says the economy grew 0.4% in August. Leading the way in the month was a rise in activity and accommodation and food services, as well as retail trade and air travel. There may be more fallout coming from the Chicago Blackhawks sexual assault scandal. Last night, shortly after meeting with NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, Florida Panthers coach Joel Quenville resigned. Winnipeg Jets General Manager Kevin Cheveldayoff is scheduled to speak with Bettman today. Both were with the Blackhawks when player Kyle Beach, alleged he was sexually assaulted as an assistant coach during the team's run to the Stanley Cup in 2010. Thousands of public sector workers in New Brunswick went on strike this morning. The president of the province's branch of the Canadian Union of Public Employees says the union's membership is pushing for higher wages. Union officials say the provincial government abruptly walked away from contract talks Tuesday night. Premier Blaine Higgs has said he's prepared to order the strikers back to work. Core federal public service workers had until today to declare their COVID-19 vaccination status. Unvaccinated employees who don't qualify for an accommodation will be put on unpaid leave as of November 15th and won't be eligible for employment insurance benefits. And protesters are gathering in the heart of London's traditional financial district to lobby against the use of fossil fuels in the run-up to the start of the UN Climate Summit in Scotland next week. That's a look at national news. I'm Chris Sumner. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports.
1: It's the Moose Jaw Warriors and Medicine Hat Tigers at Mosaic Place tonight, 7 o'clock game time. We'll have all the action on Country 100, starting with the pregame show at 640 with the voice of the Warriors, James Gallo. That's the Warriors' only game this weekend. They hit the road for games in Regina, Lethbridge, and Medicine Hat next week. The U18 AAA Warriors are on home ice tomorrow night with the Battleford Stars in town, and those same two teams go at it again Sunday afternoon at Mosaic Place. High school senior girls volleyball wrapped up its regular season last night in Moose Jaw with one game central down Briarcrest in three sets. This sets up Vanier at Peacock and Briarcrest at Central on Thursday for the semifinals. The winners will meet for the city championship November 9th. High school football playoffs in the local league get underway this weekend. Sort of. Uh, the undefeated Wayburn Eagles will host the Yorkton Raiders for the league title tomorrow, and then they have a third fourth place game. That'll be in Moose John tomorrow. Central Cyclones hosting Swift Current Colts. That's a 130 start at Cuthridge Field. And Peacock Tornadoes, Vanier Vikings and Estevan Alex will meet in a round-robin event tonight just for some fun under the lights at McDonald Field in Moose Jaw. It's a doubleheader in the CFL tonight with the Calgary Stampeders in Ottawa and Edmonton Elks hosting Hamilton. Tomorrow it's BC at Toronto and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders play the Alouettes in Montreal. That's a 5 o'clock start local time. Green Bay Packers beat the previously undefeated Arizona Cardinals last night, 24-21. And the World Series resumes in Atlanta tonight with the Braves and Houston Astros tied at one win apiece.
0: Discover Moose Jaw weather for Great Canadian Dollar Store in Moose Jaw. Grand opening specials tomorrow. And gift cards for the first 50 shoppers. Main and Caribou Street West in Shoppers Plaza.
1: We might get a few sunny breaks today, but mostly cloudy. Scattered showers. Wind west at 30. The high, 12. Tonight, showers turning to light snow, 5 to 10 millimeters of moisture, gusty northwest wind, low minus 3, wind chill minus 10 overnight. Tomorrow, sunny breaks in the morning, then mostly sunny in the afternoon, windy, the high plus 3. Clear overnight Saturday, low minus 6. Sunday, Halloween, mix of sunny and cloud and cool, the high 0. Monday, a mix of sunny cloud, 0. Tuesday, sunny, high plus 3. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw, 12. Normal high at this time of year is 6. Normal low, minus 5. Record high for today, 23 degrees in 1968. Record low, minus 19, 1991. Sun came up at 7.48, and the sun goes down at 5.44 today. This hour, Moose Jaw, 12. Regina, 11. Assiniboia Gravelberg, 13. Rock Glen Coronak, 14. Swift Current, 9. Elbow, 7. David Watchers, 5. Once again, Assiniboia 13, Regina 11, and with the wind northwest at 18 and the relative humidity at 69%, it's 12 degrees in Moose Jaw. From
0: World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist, Drew Lerner. For Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan.
7: Rain and snow will likely develop across parts of Saskatchewan today as we deal with a colder air mass coming into the region from the northwest. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. The precipitation is expected to occur between leader and Consol in the southwest here early today and as we go into the afternoon and especially the evening, we're likely to see the precipitation expanding off to the northeast, impacting areas from Moose jaws. To Yorkton, Melville, maybe reaching as far to the north as the Kamsack and maybe southern parts of the Hudson Bay area, but what we will see precipitation in this band may be moderate at times. Some local totals may run from five to fourteen millimeters, but the area impact is going to be very narrow, and that region I just got through describing will be the area that has the greatest potential for moisture of significance. Everybody else on either side of that band, and again that band is going to be between leader and console up through the moose jaw area over to yorkton melville that's the region they'll see the greatest amount of moisture we'll look for that uh, uh, area on either side of that line likely seeing less than five or six millimeters so there's going to be only a very narrow strip of meaningful moisture the snowfall potential seems to be less today Uh, temperatures are not going to get cold enough soon enough to help produce a significant amount of snow so we're looking for trace amounts upwards to one or two centimeters now and this precipitation event will probably work its way to the southeast into the US uh, shortly after we go into the night tonight so we'll be back into the dry after that now we will see an unsettled weather pattern in the northeast corner of the region this includes areas from Prince Albert, Melfort and Nipawin uh, down into uh, areas maybe as far to the southeast as the Melville and Yorkton areas and we'll see these showers popping up later in the day on Saturday and Sunday uh, mostly just kind of a mix of rain and snow showers, unsettled conditions. We'll see more and more of that precipitation occurring as light snow as time moves along, but accumulations are expected to be rather limited. The temperatures will be turning cooler without a question. We'll be looking for highs in the positive and negative single digits during the second half of our weekend. Today, we'll see the temperatures probably split from single digits in the northwest to readings that'll be in the teens in the southeast. Wouldn't surprise me at all to see one or two locations near the U.S. border in the southeast corner, maybe Weyburn, over Overture, Towards the Manitoba border, where we could see an extreme up around 20 degrees. Morning low temperatures late in the weekend will likely run from minus 13 to around minus 6. So until we get to that point, though, we will be seeing the lows mostly in the positive and negative single digits tonight. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner.
8: Hi, folks. Tim from Young's Equipment, your genuine KSIH parts and service dealer. Let's plan for next year. Book winter inspections on Case IH combines, tractors, and sprayers. Pricing of these quality service packages is held from last year until January 31st. Book now to take advantage of 10% off all genuine Case IH parts installed with the inspection, special tracking rates, and Young's loyalty program. Slots are filling fast. Contact Young's Equipment to avoid disappointment. Check youngs.ca today. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've
9: been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Mr. Rustin is on 800-CHAB on our regular Friday afternoon Ask the Expert feature today, talking about... Rising inflation and uh, rising interest rates coming up, and uh, talking about how you as an investor need to be in a good place to take advantage of those rising interest rates. So stay tuned uh, to CHAB for Ask the Expert later this afternoon. Road Report on the Heartland at noon. It's brought to you by My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. New fall fashions have just arrived, small to 2XL. <laughs> We might expect to see uh, downtown Moose Jaw busy tonight. Moose Jaw Warriors have a home game against the Medicine Hat Tigers and live entertainment tomorrow night at the May Wilson Theater. Amy Bishop will be in town. Oh, she can sing and play her guitar. More with Amy coming up a little later in the show. Other than that, uh, the same traffic interruptions. A cast iron water main replacement continues on Caribou West, Fairford East, 7th Northwest. And the intersection of Carleton and 10th is still close to traffic. And sewer and water relay work on a couple of sections on Cotto Street West for the 10-hundred block and the 200 block. Stay safe out there this weekend. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary.
10: Here's one that might surprise you. Saskatchewan is right behind Ontario and B.C. when it comes to parents gifting money to their adult children to buy a house. CIBC Capital Markets has just released a report showing that a growing number of younger adults in this country are looking to mom and dad for help in financing a home purchase. For those who are first-time buyers, the average gift is $82,000, but more than $100,000 for those in the mover-upper category. This storyline has captured plenty of attention in financial circles this week, with questions around whether or not mom and dad are getting themselves deeper into debt to help their kids. Or whether this is little more than an early inheritance, the most attention is being generated in Vancouver and Toronto, where house prices are the highest and the need for a financial boost is quite evident. But their study also showed that Saskatchewan, where home prices are among the most affordable in the land, at the third highest level of parental support for those who are first-time home buyers. I'm Paul Martin.
1: Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Trade boring for bowling at South Hill Bowling Center. Party on with Rock and Glow Bowling all weekend. Book your Christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled. Fully licensed with automatic scoring. For reservations, call 693-0955.
11: In a world where yield robbers like Clubroot and Blackleg lurk in the soil, one canola hybrid has the stem to take a stand. CS3000TF, a high-yielding TrueFlex canola hybrid from Cantera Seeds. Featuring second-generation Clubroot and multigenic Blackleg resistance with the flexible rate and timing of TrueFlex canola with Roundup Ready technology. Visit Cantera.com to order CS3000TF from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions.
8: This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB.
1: The latest on COVID-19, 11 deaths, 237 new positive cases, 268 recoveries. Those are the latest stats that we got from the Saskatchewan Health Authority yesterday. So 11 more people have died. Also 237 new positive cases. Ten of the new cases are in the South Central Zone. We now have 58 active cases That's down from 61 yesterday. That number, as I've said before, has been trending in the right direction for the past week or 10 days. The total number of active cases in the province is still up at 2,398. 260 of those people are in hospitals, 202 of them in patient care, and we've got 58 people in ICUs. And three more patients have been transferred to Ontario. So that's a total of 19 Saskatchewanians struggling with COVID-19 taken to Ontario. And as our provincial politicians came together in the Saskatchewan Legislature yesterday, the day following the throne speech, it wasn't economic activity and the bright future that we heard about in the throne speech that the NDP opposition wanted to talk about. NDP leader Ryan Miley went directly after Premier Scott Moe.
10: recognize the leader of the opposition.
4: Thank you, Mr. Speaker. On October the 20th, Dr. Saqib Shahab, our chief medical health officer, became understandably emotional when describing the increasingly distressing situation in Saskatchewan healthcare. He said on that day, and I quote, it's up to government to answer what my formal recommendations have been for the last few weeks. So to the premier, what are those recommendations?
10: Recognize the premier.
12: Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Speaker. Throughout this pandemic, all of the decisions that this government have, has made and the public, or, public health orders, the public health recommendations that have been made have been done uh, in collaboration between the government and our chief medical health officer, as well as uh, some other representatives in the Saskatchewan Health Authority, the, ultimately the, the Ministry of Health. And yes, the, Dr. Shahab does provide recommendations to the government of Saskatchewan. And then ultimately the government makes decisions on how we move forward uh, with whether it's a public health recommendation, whether it's a public health order, Mr. Speaker, that would go out under the Chief Medical Health Officer's uh, signature. That's exactly how we have the significant measures that are in place today. Masking indoors, uh, for example. Mr. Speaker, that's how we have the significant measure in place, the proof of vaccination policy as well. I would put forward that uh, both of these measures are proving to be very effective. Our cases are dropping, uh, 52% down uh, from the peak, uh, Mr. Speaker, our seven-day rolling average is. I believe our our active cases also are down about 50, 50%, Mr. Speaker, and our vaccinations are up. About 150, nearly 150,000 vaccines have been delivered since we implemented those public health measures. Saskatchewan people now are 85% of those have done the right thing, gone out and got their first shot. We would expect uh, they'll get their second shot uh, very shortly. Mr. Speaker, Saskatchewan people once again are, are rising to the challenge that this virus has presented to us. I
10: recommend
7: the leader
4: of the opposition. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. The lowest vaccination rate in the country, the highest death rate in the country, over 800 lives lost. And the question was, Mr. Speaker, what have Dr. Shahab's recommendations been in recent weeks and what are his recommendations right now? Will the premier release those? Recognize the premier?
12: As I said, uh, Mr. Speaker, uh, the the recommendations uh, that Dr. Shahab uh, makes ultimately to the government Mr. Speaker, reviewed uh, by the government and ultimately we have moved forward uh, through many of the discussions that we have had with Dr. Shahab on the proof of masking. Uh, Mr. Speaker, we move moved forward on the proof of vaccination or proof of negative tests across the public service, Mr. Speaker, including uh, this place uh, where we serve uh, as well, Mr. Speaker. We've moved with that policy for patrons in a number of different business venues uh, throughout the province of Saskatchewan. Mr. Speaker, there's also a number of, of recommendations that Dr. Shahab has put forward, recommendations uh, to the people of this province uh, to what, as to what they can do to ensure that they are keeping themselves safe, recommendations to keep our contact circles small, recommendations as to keep those contact circles among vaccinated uh, people, Mr. Speaker, as ultimately uh, vaccines are very much uh, keeping people safe, the strongest tool that we have had in this uh, battle against the COVID-19 pandemic. Government of Saskatchewan is also working with Dr. Shahab as well as other health officials to ensure that we are providing All of the tools that we have available that can keep people safe, keep people out of hospital, making those tools available in our communities across this province, Mr. Speaker, we're going to continue to do so in the future.
1: That was about a four-minute piece of Question Period yesterday. Uh, Mr. Miley would rise time and time again, asking the same questions and getting the same answers from the Premier. And sometimes when you watch Question Period, you, you wonder why they bother, don't you? At any rate, that's that story. We're going to take a time out and be back. Prairie Self School Division, presenting Understanding Mental Health States, what the words mean. It's a Zoom session. It's next week. If you have kids in elementary or high school, you want to stay tuned. Heartland at Noon, CHAB.
13: If you're struggling with debt, you deserve the support of a local professional who's committed to helping you get a fresh start. Hi, I'm Pamela Meager, a licensed insolvency trustee with MNP Limited. We offer a free confidential consultation to review your finances. We provide local perspective, a range of solutions to help you put a permanent end to your debt. Call us today.
11: MNP Limited, licensed insolvency trustees. Issued by the federal
14: government. Call us on the phone or see us on the net. 310 Debt.
0: In a recent year, there are about 77,000 wholly attributable alcohol hospitalizations in Canada. 77,000 people in one year in hospitals because of alcohol and no other reason. Alcohol use is legal, socially acceptable, and most often enjoyable. It's up to you to keep it that way. Where, when, and how much you drink is your responsibility. Please drink responsibly, and don't ever drink and drive.
2: This message has been brought to you by 800-CHAB.
11: AgWest Service, a company owned and operated by Dan and Denise McLaren since 1999.
1: Servicing all heavy truck, construction, and agriculture equipment with a huge parts department. Taking pride in helping their customers, they offer 24-7 emergency roadside
11: service. Now a deutz fahr dealer, a brand with over 100 years of history and advanced technology for its future. Call Dan today with some models on site and ready to go. Google
9: them to check out their website. AgWest Service, now with a second parts location in this is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: It's always exciting when I get guests on the show that have never been on the radio before because they're more nervous than I am. <laughs> they are Kirsten Lawson Canoop. And Candace Spanger. They are advocacy and behavior support consultants with the Prairie South School Division. Prairie South is uh, presenting Understanding Mental Health States, what the words mean. It's a parent information session on mental health coming up this Tuesday, November 2nd at 630. It's only an hour. It's a Zoom session and they'll be discussing the different states of mental health and how to positively influence your child's mental health wellness. Advocacy and Behavior Support Consultants, again, Kirsten Lawson-Kanup and Candice Spanger. Uh, welcome to the show, Kirsten. You're not really nervous, are you?
6: No, not at all.
1: Good. <laughs> Good. And nice to see you too, Candace. <laughs> Thanks. Um, uh, let, let's start with your, your jobs uh, and uh, the roles you play in the Prairie South School Division. Uh, Candace
3: Okay. So, um, like you said in, in our introduction, um, we are Advocacy and Behavior Support Consultants, or Um, sometimes known as ABCs. Uh, Both Kirsten and I are social workers, but there are other ABCs who are social workers, educators, and or provisional psychologists. And we all have different backgrounds and experiences and strengths, and I think that makes us a pretty strong team. Uh, So our role within Prairie South is to support and advocate for students who are experiencing social, emotional, and or behavioural problems, as well as working with their teachers and school-based teams to implement strategies and adaptations in the classroom and within the school environment. Um, And we also provide mental health awareness and strategies at school and in our communities like we're doing today.
1: Wonderful and, it, and it's good that that mental health awareness and the, uh, and uh, the education the discussions continue' it's, it's been so important, and I think we've made huge strides over the past 15 or 20 years uh, mm-hmm. in doing that and and it was just days ago uh, we were talking about mental health uh, with students and uh, River Street Promotions was in with the, uh, the the profits from their their big show in, in August presenting fifty thousand dollars to the Prairie Health School Division for, uh, for mental health uh, awareness and mental health projects projects. The growing importance of uh, educating people uh, about mental health. Kirsten, Lawson, Kanup, you know all about it.
13: (laughs) So I think that a lot more people are struggling with their mental health right now because of the state that our world is in. A lot of our typical coping mechanisms, so the activities that we're involved in and the hobbies that we like doing, seeing friends and family, that's all been affected, which has really had a negative impact on our mental health. So that's one of the reasons why I think it's important to educate people. Um, I think the other reason is because, which is related to the amount of people that are now struggling with their mental health is that there still is a stigma. You're right. We have made lots of gains in the last 15 or so years, but um, I think that that stigma surrounding mental health and mental illness is still alive and well. So I think it's important for people to know that mental health is a part of our overall health. And so Just as it's important to be um, knowledgeable about your physical health, it's also important to know, um, be informed about your mental health. And I think there's a a misunderstanding about what actually mental health is. Generally, it's a term with a negative association, but we encourage people to think about it just like they do their physical health. So we all have physical health and we all have mental health.
1: Let's talk about, and I think you kind of touched on it there, but, but the challenges that parents and students specifically are facing these days.
13: Yeah. So... I think one of the challenges is the unknown. So we don't like feeling out of control. And a lot of what is happening right now is not within our control. Certainly there are things that we can do to keep ourselves and our kids safe. um, But there are also a lot of unknowns, which we don't like as humans. Um, And so because of this and the fact that many of our regular coping mechanisms, like I just said, have been affected, a lot of people are operating with a higher stress level. And when parents are dysregulated, kids become dysregulated. Um, And so it just seems like everybody's just kind of operating a little bit more stressed these days. Um, I think another challenge is access. So many services aren't operating as usual, so there can be longer waits than what would be typical. And this isn't just for mental health services. I think it's just services in general, which can negatively impact our mental health. And then, like I said, stigma is another challenge. Um, There's always been a stigma surrounding mental illness and And yeah, it's getting better, but it's still there. Um, And then I think that the last challenge really is technology. We're very connected to technology, which can, of course, have benefits, but it's also, it can be quite harmful. Um, Many people rely on it for connections with people, but I think it gives us a false sense of connection, whereas it's that physical connection that we really need um, that, that helps us be resilient. But we... We are getting a false sense of connection from our technology, but then also we just can't be physically connected to people right now just because of what's going on in the world.
1: Yeah, it's been a crazy time. No yeah. question about that. Yeah. Hey, let, let, Well, let's talk about the, the upcoming session and, and perhaps educate our, our listeners about the states of mental health. Candace?
3: All right. Well... We don't want to tell you too much because we want people to join in on Tuesday, (laughs) Um, but we are uh, holding our session of Understanding Mental Health States on November 2nd from 630 to 730. Um, The session will be held via Zoom, and we want to welcome parents and community members to join us in learning some information on how to recognize uh, normal healthy stress and when it may be time to seek out some help. Um, So you can find our Zoom link on our session poster on the Prairie South School Division website or our Facebook page. And uh, we hope to see lots of faces on Tuesday.
1: That's the Prairie South Facebook page?
3: On the Prairie South Facebook page, yes.
1: Okay, very good. And on the Prairie South website, which is PSS. The Prairie Self School Division.ca, I do believe. Sure. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: great.
1: And you mentioned uh, not just for parents, but for the community, right?
3: For the community as well. Yeah. We think this is um, the topic of mental health is important for everyone. So um, whoever would like to join, we we would love to have you. Yep. The
1: awesome. more the
13: merrier.
3: Yeah.
1: Very good. Uh, well, I sh- sure appreciate the work uh, you're doing and appreciate you taking the time to uh, to come and join us today.
3: Thank Thank you so much. Thanks
13: for having
1: us. Again, it's Prairie South School Divisions Understanding Mental Health States. What those words mean. A parent info session open to the community Tuesday, November 2nd, 630 on Zoom. Kirsten Lawson, Knup, Candice Spanger, thanks again. Have a great weekend. Thank you.
15: You
8: too. The wait is over. Curling's back. See every takeout, every pressure pack draw to the button. Every one of your favorite teams, Saskatchewan's own Team Dunstone, Holman, Cooey, Jones, Gushu, Einerson, Botcher, and more, all battling to represent Canada in 2022. Catch all the action at the Tim Hortons Curling Trials, November 20th to 28th at SaskTel Center in Saskatoon. Sponsored by AGI. Hurry hard to curling.ca and get
11: your tickets now.
12: Some of your favorite restaurants are found right
11: here in the
0: heartland. Here's a closer look with
11: the 800 CHAB Dining Guide.
0: Did you know R&S Family Restaurant has daily specials? Join them for Throwback Thursday, where a bacon cheeseburger and fries are only eight twenty-five. dollars The food's great, with prices that can't be beat. Find R&S Family Restaurant on Facebook to see what's special on the menu today.
11: Whether it's a scrimmage with friends, the game-winning goal, or a personal best, sports, activity, exercise, It feels great, but sometimes we overdo it and need help to get back in the game, back on the ice, and back to active. The Moose Jaw Co-op Pharmacy at Hillcrest has the supports and bracing you need to do just that. For home health and active living solutions, see the Moose Jaw Co-op Pharmacy at Hillcrest, corner of Main and Thatcher. The Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger.
13: The organization of Saskatchewan Arts Councils, OSAC, is excited to be bringing the arts back to your community. This fall, their member arts councils, the Cineboy Arts Council, and the Moose Jaw Cultural Center will be presenting concerts and look forward to welcoming you back. Please visit osac.ca for artists, dates, and ticket information. While you are there, be sure to check out the OSAC Online 50-50 with a draw on December 17th. OSAC, over 50 years of bringing the arts to you.
8: This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Hey, Happy Halloween! The results are in from our discovermoosejohn.com Halloween poll this week. We had over 2,700 people respond to the question, Will your family be trick-or-treating this Halloween? And we found most, 56%, say yes, the risk is low. 32% said no, the risk is too high. And then we had about 6% say yes, but just with family and friends. And about 6% were still undecided. So thanks for participating. Good to get your spin on things. Now, Halloween safety. Just some friendly reminders from the Moose Jaw Police Service. Our Tegan Whitco has more.
15: Constable Rod Zorb is joining us right now to talk about Halloween coming up this weekend. Obviously, lots of kids going to be out gathering candy on Sunday. First and foremost, Constable, what should motorists keep in mind to help keep everyone safe?
4: Well, I think just that there's going to be lots of pedestrian traffic and kids out trick-or-treating. So extra care and caution is needed on that evening and after school on that day in particular if you're going to be traveling the roadways.
15: So what tips can you offer to parents and to kids as they venture out into the dark hours of the evening?
4: Uh, we do lots of school safety presentations. I was just doing a couple this morning, and we just encourage, obviously, for the younger kids to, uh, if they can on their costumes, wear some sort of reflective clothing. Uh, I know lots of uh, places are actually um, putting out the glow sticks, um, so you can kind of buy the Halloween-colored glow sticks and put those on your costumes as well. And or if you're traveling with an adult, maybe just have somebody operating a flashlight um, so that you can not only be seen, but see where you're going
15: at night. I imagine as well, kids are very excited this time of year to go out and get those large hauls of candy. Uh, When it comes to road traffic, they also probably need to be extra mindful when they're crossing the streets, right?
4: Well, of course, yeah. And we try and also educate them on uh, just being mindful of people's property as well. Um, so that, you know, you're using driveways or walkways when going up to people's residences and not skipping across lawns and stuff like that.
15: So how about once you get home with all that candy, what should parents be looking for inside those pillowcases?
4: Well, uh, most for the most part now, I think everybody's giving out pre-packaged, like, store-bought product. Uh, So it should come in a packaging that you can tell whether it's been tampered with or not or whether it's been opened. Um, so we just encourage everybody. If you have small kids, obviously inspect the candy, make sure that it's all in a, inside its package, and nothing's been tampered with.
15: As far as the police service goes, is Halloween typically a busier night for you guys, or is it just status quo? Uh,
4: it has been known to be a little bit busier for us in the past. Uh, I think the last couple of years it's been fairly quiet. But
15: I mean, with the pandemic and all, <laughs> maybe there yeah. weren't as many people out and about, right? It's-
4: so for sure, it kind of, I think it the last couple of years it's toned down a little bit. Um, but it can be a busier night.
15: Certainly. Uh, Constable Zorb, anything else that you'd like to add here today?
4: Just have a happy Halloween.
1: All right. Thanks, Constable Zorb. You too. Uh, and some timely Halloween safety reminders from our insurance expert, Greg Larson at Heritage Insurance, reminding homeowners to make sure you don't have any gaps. In your sidewalk, your front step, or your home insurance policy.
8: Uh, the biggest thing is, is to protect yourself from these gaps. And especially during Halloween, uh, there's uh, three common gaps in the insurance and how you can actually avoid these and the first one is instead of trick-or-treat, trip-or-treat. It's a really good idea that you should go through and go along your walkway going up to your home making sure that that entry path is free and clear of debris and also that you do have proper lighting and uh, are there any tip hazards along the way you want to ask yourself is the path clear and again make sure that the lights bright enough so the little goblins and kids can come along there without any problem. The other big area of concern is keeping the four-legged furries away Uh, between a steady flow of trick-or-treaters and the doorbell ringing of course this just is a time where scared cats can take off as well as if there's going to be an encounter there's a big chance that a scuffle could happen with your dog. So it's a good idea just to keep them confined into a room during this period and away from all the excitement. It's healthier for them, and also there won't be any problems in that respect. The other big area that uh, we see where there's been fires is the decoration danger. Uh, Jack and lanterns are usually lit by a candle, What you're best to do if you are lining your driveway or your sidewalk, use those uh, little LED candles instead of uh, real ones uh, as well. If you are using the candlelit decorations, uh, make sure that they are taken care of, not left unattended, that they're away from any flammables such as uh, fake cobwebs, uh, you know, witches on the straw brooms, anything along that lines. Also, any of those large lawn ornaments uh, that are inflatable, Keep them away from the sidewalk. Best to have them off to the side because then, if they do deflate, which they often do, they can be a tripping hazard as well. So, and it's just always a good idea to review your homeowner's policy. And uh, just before we're getting into the colder season and everything, it's a good idea just to come on down, talk to any of our fine brokers here at Heritage Insurance. There you go. And happy Halloween to you.
1: Time out. We'll be back. Take you downtown. To the new location of the Moose Jaw District Food Bank. That story's next on the Heartland at noon on CHAB.
11: The benefits of recreation are endless. Get notoriously active. Moose Jaw Parks and Rec on the radar. There's still time to join the Community Recreation Program. Try out badminton, volleyball, youth basketball, or an all-ages martial arts class. For the full schedule, use the free City app or go to moosejaw.ca. Funding is available to enhance sport, culture, and recreation programs and events in Moose Jaw held between April 1st, 2022 and March 31st, 2023. The Community Grant Program application deadline is November 30th. The Elm Pruning ban is lifted now until March 31st. Remember to dispose of all Elmwood to prevent Dutch Elm disease. Elm disposal permits are free from Parks and Rec and allow you to take Elmwood to the landfill free of charge. Yara Center Turf and the Kinsman Arena and Playmore Palace ice services are available for booking. Contact 694 447 for bookings. To learn more about Moose Jaw Parks and Recreation, visit moosejaw.ca.
0: Where's the best place to hide something from your kids? On page 2 of Google. No one looks there. So if your business doesn't show up on page one of your potential customer's Google search, your competitor is going to get that sale. Homefield can help with a custom tailored plan to improve search results for your business. If your customer can't find you, how can they buy from you? We'll make sure you're not buried in search results and your customers can find you. SEO? Homefield can help. Success starts at myhomefield.ca. Discover bootstraw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com.
6: Mainly cloudy this afternoon with scattered showers a high of 12. Tonight a few showers changing to light snow overnight. Rainfall amounts of 5 to 10 millimeters. Winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour and a low of minus 3. Saturday mix of sun and cloud clearing near noon. Winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour and a high of plus 3. Sunday it makes the sun and cloud a high of zero, Monday it makes the sun and cloud a high of zero, and Tuesday sunny and a high of plus three. A reminder that there's an advanced poll for the mayoral by-election tomorrow from noon to 6 p.m. at City Hall. To beat the lineups, fill out your voter registration form before you go. It's available at moosejaw.ca, click on City Government, and then 2021 by-election. For all your news and weather anytime, click on com or the Moosejaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt.
9: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: They'd love to come together and get the hundreds of people together to go out and uh, run around the city and pick up the food. But we're just not able to do that during this pandemic. The Better Together Food Drive, contact-free edition 2.0. Uh, since 2006, they've been knocking on your door to collect food donations for the food bank. But things are changing. Hunger isn't one of them. So... uh You're asked to join in support of the Food Bank. Uh, The good folks at the Hillcrest Church, the organizers of the Better Together Food Drive, they're asking for a financial donation between now and Halloween. Uh, You can do it at uh, mjfoodbank.org or mail a check to the Moose Jaw Food Bank, uh, 270 Fairford Street West. Um, So that's not happening, uh, the Food Drive itself, on, on Sunday. But the good folks at the Food Bank are uh, celebrating the move to their new location. It was unveiled on Wednesday. It's on Fairford Street West and not far from the old Food Bank, keeping it central for all residents. Our Haley Shirky with the Food Bank's Program Development Manager, uh, Jason Moore. So how long has this been
5: in the
3: works?
2: I bet it's pretty exciting to finally have the grand
1: opening. We're so excited about our
5: grand opening this morning. Uh, the, the new facility has been in the works for at least almost a decade uh, when former board members realized that we were outgrowing our previous location. Of course, uh, looking for the perfect location was always a challenge for us. We needed something that was central uh, in Moose so it was accessible to all of our clients. And uh, it was last April that we finally rediscovered this facility that had sat vacant literally right across the road from us for over 20 years. it was This building was made exactly for us. Uh, it was a little daunting when we first toured it a decade ago, it wasn't even a possibility. And then over the last few years, that uh, daunting task became a reality for us as we began to see the potential that we could use this building for. Our previous location was just over 2,000 square feet, and our new location is in excess of 6,000 square feet, so a little more than triple the size. We have a fully functioning lobby that we can serve our clients from. We have ample warehouse space, which our last facility did not have. Anytime we ran a major food drive in the community, we needed to rent sea cans or or semi-trailers to store pallets of food in. Our previous location, if we were lucky, could fit 12 pallets of food. Now we can hold up to 80 pallets. Is
3: there anything else happening with
5: the With this new facility, uh, we now have the opportunity, and I believe responsibility, to expand our services to better serve our clients. Uh, rather than just simply feeding our clients each month, we're now uh, able to run programs. And One of the programs we've just created is called Cengage, we hired a new a team member who is our client resource representative, and she will be connecting with clients, long-term clients. And uh, through one-on-one interviews and case management, we'll discover the barriers they face and help them to connect to services that are already available in Mooshtaw but often um, are not identified by the client. So the whole goal is to help our clients overcome barriers they face that might cause them to need our food bank each month. Yes. So with our new uh, facility too, we're able to open up our volunteer program. Uh, in the last space, because of COVID, we had to shut pretty much shut our volunteer program down just due to regulations and social distancing. But now we're looking for uh, volunteers. We would like to run between six and ten volunteers a day. We are also looking at uh, changing our volunteer hours um, of operation. So we can accommodate more people in Musha who really do want to volunteer. But currently, uh, our volunteer hours are just during our business hours, which are from nine till two daily. So we will expand our volunteer services and run some evening uh, shifts for volunteers to come in as well. So if anybody out there would like to volunteer, please visit our website and uh, download our application, fill it out and email it back to us. So every year, uh, the food bank runs its major food drives. But again, because of COVID, a lot of those food drives have uh, shut down or have been changed in some way. Um, Currently, we're running our Better Together food drive. If you'd like to donate to that, please go online. It's a monetary drive this year. um, And you can donate directly on our website. Or during our business hours from 9 till 2, if you'd like to bring down non-perishable food items. We're accepting those at the back entrance of our new location.
1: Jason Moore, Program Development Manager, Moose Jaw and District Food Bank. Congratulations, Moose Jaw, on that new location for the food bank. Good stuff. No one else is good stuff. Live entertainment, Moose Jaw Warriors at home to the Medicine Hat Tigers tonight. That's the only uh, Warriors home game this weekend. They're on the road next week. For games in Regina, I think it's on Wednesday, and then they go to Alberta for a couple of games. Left Bridge and Medicine Hat. U eighteen AAA Warriors are on home ice tomorrow night and Sunday afternoon. Mosaic Place, and tomorrow night, Amy Bishop on stage at the May Wilson Theater in downtown Moose Jaw. We'll hear from Amy next. Heartland at noon. CHAB eight
0: hundred CHAB connecting the community.
14: Hi, this is Gail from the Army and Navy Air Force Veterans Club. We are hosting our third annual 50-50 fundraiser. You can win up to $5,000 and only 1,000 tickets will be sold. Tickets are only $10 each and can be purchased from any of our members. Draw date December 11th at 5.30 p.m. You must be 18 years or older to purchase tickets and the winner will be notified by phone. For more information, call 306-692-4412, lottery license, RR. 210463
0: Connecting the community brought to you by Ottawa Real Estate providing honest service for all your real estate and insurance needs locally owned since 1910 Minute Muffler Brake and Wheel for complete automotive service and maintenance call or book online at mjminute.ca corner of High Street and Second Avenue Northwest and Community Service Radio 800 CHAB It's fall, which means it's time to fall in love with a great deal on tires. Save up to $200 on a set of four select tires until December 11th. Book your appointment today at FountainTire.com. Financing options available. Fountain Tire. We're on this road together.
11: Get big yields and big rewards with CS2300 from Cantera Seeds, a Roundup ready canola hybrid that has set the standard for yield and standability. Now, get a $50 per bag instant reward on all purchases of CS2300 with no bundling or minimum purchase requirements. Just simple, straight-up savings. Reap the rewards of this yield powerhouse. Visit Cantera.com to order CS2300 from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions.
8: This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: You could go to moosejawculture.ca and uh, buy your tickets right now and read all about Amy Bishop. It says here, Amy Bishop's voice is a combination of smooth pavement and rough gravel. With the ability to charm listeners with her sweet tones, yet stun audiences with the ability to hit any high note, Amy appeared on the inaugural season of CTV's The Launch, where she dazzled all of Canada with her amazing performances. Hailing from Calgary, Amy began her music career around campfires and at block parties and in church choirs. Knowing a career in music is no guarantee. Amy decided to practice other trades, but her passion for music prevailed. Amy just played Swift Current the other night and spoke to our Colin Powers.
14: it got to feel good to be uh, performing again, isn't it? Oh my gosh, it sure does feel good to, uh, to be in front of an audience and doing music again. It's been a tough 20 or so months <laughs> of not sure what's going on.
9: Yeah. Uh, I mean, how did you uh, pass the time uh, during the pandemic, during the last uh, year and a half?
14: You know, for the first little bit, I made a YouTube video almost every day. I did it for 50 days in a row. Um, just really bad covers of <laughs> other people's songs and and uh, some fun videos. And then I just, i I actually tried to figure out what what was going to happen. It was starting to really weigh on me. But in this uh, in this time, I actually uh, have recorded a new CD and it'll be released in the next month or so. Um, and so it was pretty creative uh, 2021 as far as recording and putting artwork together and that sort of stuff for, for the new release.
9: When you found out you were going to be uh, going
14: back on tour again, doing shows again, how did you feel? I felt... I'm very, very excited. A little apprehensive. Um, I had uh, I had many shows in uh, September and October canceled. I had nine shows uh, booked and only did one, and so I was very excited. But also, I kept waiting for the call telling me that, "Oh, we're going to have to cancel it or postpone it again." And so, I'm so excited to be here, itching to get on the stage. <laughs>
9: Okay, so uh, you're touring across Saskatchewan. I heard you were in uh, Macklin over the weekend. And I was, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see the world's largest bunnock there?
14: I did. I wasn't sure what it was. I had to do some reading to find out what that great big thing was. But uh, I did. It was interesting. Yeah.
9: Uh, so uh, kind of one of the unique things you can find in uh, small town Saskatchewan. Have you got a few more shows in this province coming?
14: Friday, I'm in Indian Head, and Saturday, I'm in Moose Jaw, so... Um, I'm taking the province by storm.
9: <laughs> well, it's uh, great that you're uh, still getting out and performing. Of course, uh, you were on the launch uh, a few years ago. I was. Didn't
14: quite get
9: launched, but you know, with all those uh, music reality competitions, it seems like uh, not always the winners get uh, the exposure that the losers get. Sometimes.
14: Well, you know, it's really it was even though I didn't get launched, and in the moment, I was not happy. As I look at uh, how the last few years have gone for me i'm quite pleased uh my career's taken off in a in a much um quicker uh succession than i than I was used to and it's gone and uh, you know here I am playing and uh, that's not something I experienced before yeah and your, so
9: your career is still going very very strong
14: yeah yeah things are going great all right anything else you like that um just thank you so much i'm i am i am Thank you for having me and I'm really excited to get to know more fine Saskatchewan folk.
1: Amy Bishop in concert Indian Head tonight 7:30 tomorrow night May Wilson Theater Moose Jaw. Here's a here's a little sample of what you'll hear. Right, that's Amy Bishop and a song called Love. Just a piece of it because we're running out of time here. Amy Bishop, tomorrow night you'll enjoy the show. She's at the Moose Jaw Cultural Center's May Wilson Theater in downtown Moose Jaw. Facebook Friday to wrap up the show coming up next.
11: Larry from the park here. Haven't been fully vaxxed yet.
5: We've got your back with curbside service now available. And with Coors Light 24-pack cans still on for $37.50 plus taxes and deposit, there's plenty of reasons to stop in at the park. Stay hydrated and stay safe.
8: Hi, I'm Clive Tolly. I've been a coach for many years, volunteering my time to minor hockey, minor girls softball, and minor baseball. Working with our young people, I've learned that leadership, vision, and teamwork are the path to success. As a city councillor and as a person active in our community, I've learned from experience how we should plan for the future. I'm running for mayor so I can make a difference and bring practical solutions to our city's problems. I ask for your vote at the advanced polls. Hop on the trolley, vote for Tolley.
15: Paid for and authorized by the official agent for Clive Tolly.
8: You're listening to
4: 800 CHAV, along with us at the Moose Jaw and District Chamber of Commerce. Hi, I'm Rob Clark. Every $100 spent locally creates an additional $36 that goes back into our community. Please shop local.
1: Time for Facebook Friday. I share the best of the best from some of the best people I know. Here's a local mom who shares... As soon as you say, my child would never, here they come, nevering, like they never, nevered before. This is a timely and perhaps relatable post. Buying 100 small chocolate bars to hand out for Halloween, and eating them all before Halloween. I like this one. Went to the grocery store today, had to pay for food, and then prepare and cook it myself. Zero stars. Would not recommend. Here's a local dog owner who says, I think my dog always follows me to the restroom because I always follow him outside, and he thinks that's the way it works. A commuter posting this one, I can't wait to retire so I can get up at 6 in the morning and drive around really slow and make everybody late for work. And one more, there is no such thing as a grouchy old person. The truth is, once you get old, you stop being polite and start being honest. I'm Rob Carney.